Well, welcome to Beyond the Chamber, where we go beyond the chamber to the heart of the business owners and organizations in Elizabethtown. So excited to be back here for episode five. This is just flying by. It's been a lot of fun and so good to get to know the business owners in our area. Excited to have Sam here with me from the Elizabethtown Kung Fu Center. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Wonderful, for wonderful. Me. Yeah. Okay, so icebreaker question <laughs> for Sam. Uh, if you could be a Disney character, who would it be? Oh, goodness. Is that a tough one? <laughs> Donald Duck. Donald Duck. Awesome. So why do you choose Donald? Ah. Uh, Maybe because he, uh, people think they know everything about him when they first meet him, you know, and uh, once he's sort of get past that prickly surface a little bit uh that's he, right. he's a little he's a little bit deeper than you might think yeah that's right very cool <laughs> very cool awesome well tell me a little bit about yourself sure sure um so uh my uh, family and i are came to elizabeth town not quite 20 years ago about mid 2000s okay. uh and um i worked at the college for a number of years uh, my wife stayed at home for a while was raised family um, and um, I've done martial arts pretty much my entire life, um, and I'm not going to go into how long that has been because that <laughs> always dates people a little bit. But um, we moved up into this area. Uh, she's originally from the uh, Mechanicsburg uh, area, west of the, the river, and so we were kind of looking for a place to settle down, and uh, found this area, and uh, you know really like Elizabethtown. Uh, the downtown's really cool. Um, it's nice to have surrounding areas that are, um, you know, you drive two minutes and suddenly you're in a cornfield. It's you know <laughs> so out, out in the uh, wilderness. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, so we um, uh, settled in, and um, I. Trained at the Harrisburg Kung Fu Center uh, for a number of years and uh, kind of moved along and got to the point where it was, um, you know, I'd always kind of had an idea that, you know, it would be really cool to, you know, run my own martial arts school. Um, uh, anyone who you talk to in, in this business that, uh, or, or just that does any type of training like that, it's always in the back of their head if they're really into it. They're like, oh, that'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. And a number of years ago, it just got to the point where, um, you know, my work life was kind of getting a little stretched. Mm -hmm. So uh, we kind of did the, the deep dive and looked at things and said, you know, it, sort of like having children is never a good time. When's this good time to start a business? Right. Never, right. You know, <laughs> never a good time. It's just when things feel right. And, that, and that's what ended up happening. Um, so uh, my teacher took me through an apprenticeship. We uh, did some research around the area as far as finding a school, our location, and uh, I opened in uh, 2016, uh, fall, and um, uh, been there since. Um, it's been it's been great. Uh, so I guess you'd say it's kind of a uh, trope, but sort of a lifelong dream, I suppose. You know, I, I do what I want for a living, um, uh, and um, it's. Yeah, really, really fulfilling, really enjoyable, um, and 
that was a long answer to yeah. no, meandered no. off of what you no, had asked that's me originally. Awesome. No, I think you say, that's... like, tell me about yourself. I'm like, where do I start? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. I think it's great for people to hear, you know, where this came from, this mm-hmm. passion. And so for those that don't know, where are you located? Right. We're on we're on Poplar Street, just okay. down from the Gears Center. Um, the uh, white building, most people know the Designs Unlimited, the t-shirt shop. They've mm-hmm. been there for 40-some years. Uh, we're right next to them. Okay. And, um uh, <laughs> just like trying to find where I was going today. <laughs> we're, we're off the beaten path a little bit, not right, right off the market, but, um, it's actually kind of nice because it's, you know, there's uh, a, a good parking, uh, location there. Um, and it's, uh, easy to find, but, um, uh, a little off the beaten path, I guess, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, you don't have to date yourself and tell us how long ago, but where, where did this start come from? Where did the passion come from? How did that begin? Um, I, I grew up around um, the D.C. area, actually. Yeah. Um, and my brother and I started taking martial arts um, when we were uh, middle school, high school. Um, and sort of we kind of developed uh, with each other. It's always kind of good when you're doing something like what I teach people is to have someone that keeps you accountable, someone mm-hmm. that you can work with. And, and so him and I kind of moved along um, uh, training in, in a, a form of uh, karate, which is taekwondo. Most people know that. And um, uh, my teacher uh, there was kind of uh, a bit of a father figure a little bit for, for me and him. And uh, that was sort of, you know, over the years, as I said earlier, anyone who's into this kind of thing uh, that trains martial arts, they always kind of in the back of their head think, oh, wouldn't that be really cool? I'd like to do this myself someday. Not the easiest thing, but um, I guarantee you just about anybody who's who's passionate about it will be like, yeah, that's that would be really great. Um, And that kind of started a little bit when we um, uh, were, you know, again, getting out of high school. Uh, college age a little bit we kind of kept up with things but you know it was always just sort of a wouldn't that be nice sort uh-huh. of sort of idea uh and then when uh you know my wife i met my wife in uh, shippensburg i went there for for uh undergrad and uh still kept up with things but it's a little bit harder when you know you're mm-hmm. further out so when we when we settled in this area i kind of looked around and that's when i found the harrisburg kung fu center and i thought okay i'm gonna just start over do something totally different and um, uh, that sort of led into uh, how, um, after I'd done that for a long enough time, then and was like, you know what, I'm going to actually make this happen. That's right. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to jump, right? Yep. You know? yep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Love, love to hear about business owners who mm-hmm. have that passion and then they take that leap of faith and, and they follow their heart. So tell us a little bit about what you offer. So sure. for someone who, you know, like me, has mm-hmm. very little knowledge. Right. If I wanted to come to the Kung Fu Center, mm-hmm. what what do you offer? So uh, we teach traditional martial arts. So uh, what I usually tell people about different styles of martial arts is that uh, it's really more about where uh, in the world those styles mm-hmm. or uh, art came from. So not so much as like this art does this, this art. They all have a similar path. They're all some level of self-defense where punching, kicking, um, uh, and you know, confidence, discipline, um, getting a lot of those things uh, focus uh, for people, learning balance, um, physical as well as mental. So we teach uh, traditional art of uh, Kung Fu, which is a little more of 
that's sort of what people expect with martial mm-hmm. arts, striking and um, defending, um, kicking, moving around, um, uh, getting in shape mm-hmm. uh, is what a lot of people think of. I do Tai Chi as well, which again is taught traditionally, so that's uh, a little more on the uh, less active side of things, but eventually it translates to the same sort of thing as far as self-defense, um, which a lot of people don't realize about Tai Chi. And um, I also do um, stick fighting, which is a Filipino martial art, which is again a little more about striking and um, uh, sort of active work, but that gets into uh, kind of a practical side of things, also a way for people who are interested to say, you know, I want to do weapons work, you mm-hmm. know, like martial arts. You know, we start weapons in our traditional Kung Fu, but you have to kind of work your way up because it's not something you want to be like, here, right. <laughs> here <laughs> get this dangerous weapon, weapon yeah. and see what you can do. Um, so the, the Arnis is kind of a way for people to do some of that, um, you know, maybe if they don't have some of the other experience. Um, those classes, Tai Chi and I, Arnis, I do those Saturday mornings, so it's a little more... Uh, informal. Mm-hmm. The Kung Fu, again, is done traditional. So there's etiquette. There's, you know, that respect of what it is you're learning. Um, the the Kung Fu Center itself, the uh, the Kuun, as we call it, which is a, a Chinese uh, training hall, um, is sort of uh, respected in, in the, the space that it gives people to, to learn and, and train and study. Um, my wife also, and this is a little more recent, she got her uh, 200-hour um, registered yoga teacher, um, certification. And so she teaches yoga classes twice a week, uh, at the center as well, Monday nights as well as Saturday mornings, um, does an online class, uh, you know, during COVID and stuff, there was, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a need for some of those kinds Mm -hmm. of things. Um, so really I'd say that, you know, when people ask like, what do you do? It's like, we teach, you know, men, women, children, um, how to defend themselves, uh, uh, develop, you know, strong mind, body, uh, spirit, and um, learn good habits and live life well. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So are you the only instructor? I am. Okay. I am, yes. Uh, I have um, about five, six, what I'd call senior students. People have been with mm-hmm. me for about mm-hmm. four or five years. Um, they sometimes, you know, I'll have them uh, in, a, in a regular class. Um, uh, takes some of the lower rank students through, you know, some of our more basic exercises just as routine. Um, but yeah, as far as this regular training, I do it myself once in a while. I, you know, I'll get someone, uh, from the Harrisburg Center. They've been around for almost 40 years. So they have obviously a lot of other students like myself that have been at it for a number, number of years that, uh, you know, sometimes I'll ask, Hey, do you want to teach a class, um, or two to give them some experience, but, you know, as a, small business owner right. I don't really get a day off yeah. so <laughs> um, you know and with the family it is important to, to try and find that balance so uh, once in a while I'll have uh, you know someone to do a sub kind yeah. of thing yeah. but I taught public school for a little while too so it's like you know as a teacher yeah. you know it's just as much work to get someone to come in to, <laughs> to, to take your classes class. it is oh, I'll just do it myself <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so you started in 2016 mm-hmm. how has your approach evolved how did COVID affect you those right. types of things what yeah did, what does the last several years look like for you I mean it's it's settled down I'd say it's kind of you know quote-unquote normal mm-hmm. for the most part we obviously adapted pretty quickly knowing that um, you know during all of that if we you know had shut down like a lot of places there was a very good chance we weren't going to open back up Mm-hmm. Um, so the biggest thing that happened with me during that whole period was I was teaching online classes through a lot of the, uh, you know, 
strict lockdown things mm -hmm. and some of the, you know, trying to keep exposure away and such and such. Obviously, what we do, you know, it's a physical art. People right. are close to each right. other. It's a little hard to do that, you know, uh, and maintain distance mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. So um, we adapted pretty quick, and um, that enabled us to kind of stay solvent. Most of the students I already had stuck with it. Um, I wasn't getting new people. Um, that was a challenge, but that was pretty much the only major issue as far as through 2020. And then we opened back up, you know, with limitations and, and uh, change schedule, things like that through the next year, year and a half. Um, uh, and other than just not building and getting new people because as, as, as a business, you know, it, you know, you have people coming in and then some leave and some stick around and then right. some come in and then some leave, you know, they kind of, you know, it's just up and down, up and down through enrollment. So uh, you always kind of have to uh, refresh the student count and, and, and the student body and so forth. So that was the biggest challenge. So we just weren't getting new people right. um, through, a lot, through a lot of that. I'd say that probably shifted right around early 2021, uh, spring, summer uh, is when things started to, you know, people started to feel a little more comfortable going out and doing uh, activities and uh that's when things started to kind of get back to normal, so, so to speak. Um, I ended up shifting schedules a little bit. I used to do a lot more evening classes. Now I do um, uh, a couple different children's programs because that started to increase mm -hmm. uh, last year as well. I think when <laughs> families were like, you know, I got my kids out, you know, and right. they, they need to be doing something else besides, you know, school at home right. or something like that. Right. Um, so that's, uh, we kind of have just rolled with it. Um, and, uh, fortunately, um, being adaptable, I think has made the biggest difference that, you know, at this point you would say, well, you know, how's your business? I'd say it's as good as it was two years ago, That's um, awesome. you know, bef before the whole COVID thing. Um, and, uh, I think without that adaptability, you know, right. uh, we'd you probably, need that to probably wouldn't be open. Yeah. Well, you so. need that to survive. Right. That's right. Right. So you mentioned children's classes. So mm -hmm. do you have specific like children's classes? Mm -hmm. Yes. And then adult classes. Yep. Is yep. it mixed or do you have all female, all male? What does that look yeah, like? Yeah. So men, women, children, yeah. all of the above. <laughs> people, you say who trains martial arts? Anybody. You know, anybody, anybody can do it. Um, but I do separate out the children's group from the adults. Mm -hmm. Typically 12, 13 is kind of the cutoff. Um, it depends to, you know, some families will come in and say, you know, I want to do this with my kids. And it's like, okay, well, you know, they're 13, 14. Okay. You know, we'll, we'll put them in the same right. class, but generally, uh, for, for children, they learn a little bit differently, uh -huh. even though I teach the same content, uh, they learn at a slightly different pace and have to be motivated a little bit differently than an adult might. So, um, generally about eight to 12 years old, I usually, prefer to start children around second grade or so okay. in the in the, the kids class I do a couple other programs depending on you know um, need I do a you know a half an hour class once in a while for like kindergartners and stuff like that mm -hmm. but uh, for the most part I'm a traditionalist so it's like if you want to learn a martial art I don't want to water it down so much that it's mm -hmm. going to kind of not really represent what martial arts truly is mm -hmm. but I understand that you know people sometimes have you know a certain desire and uh, we try to uh, adapt right. <laughs> there right. to, to give people what they're looking for. But for the most part, yeah, the children learn differently uh, in a separate class than the adults. Um, but I have people, you know, at, the, at this point, and even in the adult class, you know, some people that are, you know, my age, 30s, mm -hmm. 40s, but all the way up through in their mid-60s um, doing this stuff. Uh, and um, 
the biggest change that I made with the kids group is that I have an advanced as well as a beginner's group. I enroll them now um, uh, twice a year. So we do a fall spring enrollment. Um, and that way you kind of can get a group of kids working together and, and going through what it is we do all the way through uh, the beginning material up to where they're ready to move on to an advanced group. And then um, it helps me because you know, as you asked earlier, like how many instructors you have? Right. Like, one guy. <laughs> so um, uh, it's more manageable to for myself. And the kids get more out of it, too, if there's not, you know, 15, 20 kids in a group. You know, if it's like 9, 10, 12, right. uh, a little bit easier to manage. They they get more out of it as well as, well as um, making my teaching a little more effective for them. Right. Um, you know, the adults... I have a little more expectation with people if they want to do this. It's like, okay, here it is. Here's the expectations. You know, I go through a whole list of things that, uh, you know, people are required or expected to do when they sign up. Um, and some people respond to that. Some people, you know, that's that sort of motivates them to get going and and uh, uh, really follow along and, and, and invest in it. Others, kinda, that's sort of the thing that makes them go, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, not what I was looking for. Right. And that's, you know, uh, that's fine. Right. Well, and you you talked about um, the benefits of it, physical, mental, discipline. So mm -hmm. if someone's on the fence thinking, this might be something I'd like to mm -hmm. try, what would you say to them? I'd ask what it is they're looking for. Okay. And that's that's usually the best way to understand why somebody might go, oh, you know, I, I might want to try and do, you know, martial arts. Yeah. It's like, what did it, what are you looking for? They may say, well... You know, I've just been really stressed out lately. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just can't focus in my, you know, my, I just get distracted by all these things. Um, and, you know, I'll tell them, you know, in a, in a class when people are throwing a punch at you, throwing a kick, or if you're trying to, you know, fire a mm -hmm. technique, you can't be thinking about what's on your grocery list or what's the next <laughs> three things I need to do later tonight. It's like you have to be 100% focused on what you're doing. I go pretty fast with things, too, as a motivator because uh, that, you know, doesn't really give time for people to stop right. and right. think about it. It's right. like, you know, somebody attacks you on the street. Hold on. Let me, let me think. This yeah. Let me, <laughs> yeah. let me pull out my notes. Yeah. And it doesn't work that way. You yeah. have to, you have to react with things pretty much instantly. So a lot of what we do is uh, a reaction work and training so that, you know, your body starts to do some of these things that for a lot of people, it was very foreign. Right. My, my wife said that, you know, I, I tried to teach her how to punch and, the hardest thing she had to do was we put our hands in what I call chamber where hands are held halfway between shoulders and hips and you have to fire one technique and then you have to pull the other one back and fire the other one. And she was like, to make both of my hands alternate doing one right. thing and the other was the hardest thing in the world. Right. I've been doing this for decades and it's like, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's so, like a piece of cake for me. But for other people, that might be very, very challenging. Right. Um, so in general, again, when people are, come in, I... I the conversation I start with is always, what are, what is it you're looking for? Right. And then, you know, through that, you kind of figure out, oh, they want to get in shape. Right. Okay. You know, we do push-ups, sit-ups, right. you know, we, you know, we're yelling, screaming at each other, kind of like a, you know, a fitness class. It's like you get that yeah. motivator up, you know, up in front telling you what to do and, you know, you do it, yeah. uh, you know, they're looking again for stress relief balance, um, you know, some kind of uh, just having a goal to say, okay, I'm going to take this class twice a week. You right. know, they got to show up. Right. They have to show <laughs> up and hold them it. accountable. Exactly. Very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know? Um, 
one thing uh, related to the kids groups, I am doing a day camp this August. Okay. Um, if you go to our website, I'll have a link there. Um, there's a lot of information there too. So etownkungfu.com um, goes through a whole lot of uh, background of things, more so than even I could give here uh, with you guys. Um, but there's a link there, uh, or will be a link there for uh, registration for that day camp. It's a chance for kids to just spend an entire day doing this kind of stuff uh, and a lot of fun things too. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're ever interested in giving, uh, martial arts a try, uh, there's a form on our website to submit information, get in contact with me and, uh, we'll sit you down and find out what it is you're looking for. Very good. See what how we that, can help. What was that website one more time? Etownkungfu.com. Etownkungfu.com. Well, thank you so much, Sam, for joining us on this episode of Beyond the Chamber, where we go beyond the chamber to the heart of the business owner and the organizations in our community. Thank you for joining us. And remember, always support local. Thank you very much. Much appreciated.